0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. God's Word, the Bible, has a great many things to say on the topic of fear. In fact... In one form or another, it's mentioned approximately 500 times, sometimes as a stern warning or as a means to a good end, such as God has not given us spirit of fear or there is no fear in love. In this anointed series, Breaking the Fear Barrier, you'll not only see the blessings of overcoming this often paralyzing curse, but also be introduced to fear's most mortal enemy and strongest weapon against it, faith pastor teaches powerfully about overcoming this extremely effective weapon of Satan in a way you have probably never heard it taught before. In simple biblical stories like that of King Jehoshaphat who overcame his fear by simply trusting God, you'll finally understand what a thief fear really is and what a blessing breaking the fear barrier will be for your life. Now,
1: I went to Luke's Gospel, chapter 5, because I really want to just uh, focus in on one verse. But let me just read from verse 1. But it says here, So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of uh, Genesaret, and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. When he got, uh, then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down, and he taught the multitudes from the boat. And I really want to focus in on verse four. He says, and when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets down for a catch. I love that phrase. I've been meditating on this phrase for years. I've preached on it for years. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Well, one of the things you have to understand about this verse in this setting is that, first of all, it tells us that they were on the seashore and they were washing their nets. And Peter actually begins to say in the next verse but Simon Peter Simon answered and said to him master in verse 5 we have toiled all night and caught nothing nevertheless at your word I will let down my my nets or our nets we have to understand they were on the seashore and they were washing their nets which means that they had given up fishing for the night But yet Jesus comes with the word and says, launch out into the deep and let your nets down for a big catch. And Simon begins to explain to him, Lord, we've been doing this all night in toil. Nevertheless, we've caught nothing. Uh, We've caught nothing, but nevertheless, at your word. I will let down the nets. The next verse says in verse six, and when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were breaking. I want to encourage some here tonight and uh, help you to break that barrier. of Fear, because usually fear comes because of past, um, uh, past failures or past disappointments or past things that have happened in our past that uh, want to come back to torment us to tell us we're never going to do it, we're never going to get through, never get to the other side. But I, I'm just encouraged by this because really the word of the Lord to us is get ready, launch out into the deep. Uh, yeah, you, you may be on the seashore right now washing your nets, folding them up, and saying, Well, it's never going to work. I've tried that already. I didn't have any success. Nothing good has come. I've worked and toiled all night, and yet I've gotten nothing. I've been giving and sowing and helping and believing, yet I still haven't gotten my financial breakthrough. I've been believing for this and believing for that, and yet I don't have have my breakthrough. And God would say to you to stop complaining, break that barrier of fear. It's only fear that's holding you back and launch out into the deep and cast your nets once again because at the word of the Lord those nets are going to be filled and you will have your harvest. Come on. Somebody give me a better amen than that. Just because we've been toiling and haven't seen anything is no reason to fold up our nets. Just because we've been doing and we haven't seen the results is no reason to quit. And really, I'm going to tell you something, if we're, going to, if we're going to see the mega catch, if we're going to see the big blessing, one of the things that I learned about the deep is that, first of all, uh, when, you're, when you're tied to the shore, that's, that's a safe place. Amen. Big blessing happens when you cut the, sh- the cord of safety and you go out into the deep water. It's out in the deep where the big tuna are. And uh, if we're going to do that, we're going to have to face our fears. We're going to have to face our disappointments. We're going to have to break that barrier and launch out into those uncharted waters, launch out into the uncomfortable place, launch out where, you know, we haven't been before and never quit, but just keep on going because I'm telling you, the harvest is coming the blessing is coming. The enemy would try to tell you it's over, would want you to just fold up your nets and put your boat away and, uh, you know, go home for the night. But the word of the Lord to us is launch out into the deep and cast your nets and keep on casting until they are filled with the blessing that you are seeking and desiring and wanting from God. I don't know about you, but, 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 uh, you know, I don't like living on the, on the shores of safety. I like being out in the deep I like it because I know that it's out there in that uncomfortable place. Now, for, for some in this room, it's different. Uh, you know, it's different for everybody. For, for the deep place for one may not be the deep place for another. You know, some of us are out in the deep and, and uh, some here would, would think that that's shallow water. But then for others, you know, we, we're in the deep and, and you're saying no, that's too deep. I can't go that far. Everybody's in a different place. For you, the deep may be to just, you know, tackle that fear uh, maybe of getting that new job or, or facing that fear over that issue in your life or, or learning how to become more obedient to God's word. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe for some it's learning how to give the way God has, is instructing through his word. Everybody's at a different place and a different level, but we all face fears. And uh, the word of God to us tonight is to launch out into the deep and let the the nets down for a big catch because you are going to have, listen, when you go out into the deep, when you cut the cord from from the shores of safety, when you really get out there on God's word and begin to believe and act on God's word, I'm going to tell you, you're going to bring back a mighty harvest. There is a big blessing coming. God will bless you when, you when you take him at his word and you get a little risky. God is looking for some risky Christians. Did you hear what I said? God is looking for some risky Christians, some who will really, really, truly believe his word and take him for his word and begin to live according to his word without any fear God is not going to let you down. I know some in this room, you, you're probably afraid, you know, if I believe God and I, I start, you know, uh, doing what the word says, maybe somehow, you know, I'm going to lose this or lose that or I'm going to have less of this or less of that. No, you begin to obey God's word and do God's word. Uh, you get out into the deep with God's word and you'll see that's where the big catch is. Amen. Give me a better amen than that. Can some of you back there amen me a couple of times? Help me. It's out there in the deep where you're going to get. Let me, let me say, it's time for us to get deep with God. Yeah. Too many are, are living, you know, on the shores of safety. And it's time for us to get deep with God. Start digging. Start digging deeper. Start going, going further into his, into his uh, word and into his love and into his presence and into his promises. And begin to believe those things. We've got to learn to break this barrier of fear. It's fear that holds us back from our biggest dreams and desires. It's fear. You know, we're afraid of failure. We're afraid of people. We're afraid of challenge. We're afraid of making a mistake. So what if you make a mistake? God will cover your mistakes. God will re- God is the redeemer. He'll redeem your mistakes as long as you've done them, you know, with the right heart and the right purpose. So so what? What are we afraid of? Let's, let's do it. Let's just be, let's be a little risky and let's get out there and, and begin to, to really put the word in operation. And, and I say this with respect, but put God to the test in a sense because he wants us to do that. He wants us to believe him. He wants us to believe his word and he wants us to act upon his word. But fear holds us back. You know, I can't get too religious. I can't go to church too much. They might suck me in. <laughs> oh, dear God, you know, I can't give too much to church. I might go broke. Oh, no, no, you know, I can't do this or do that. No, let's break that stuff, and let's begin to launch out into that place uh, that maybe we have been afraid to go. How many of you in this room are, are getting something right now? You know what I'm sure t- everybody in this room has something, something that we have to break, something that, that holds us back, keeps us tied to the shores of safety. And if we're going to get the big blessing from God, if we're going to see the miracles, if we're going to see the, the big increase, then we're going to have to get risky with God and risky with the word and begin to launch out into the deep because that's where the big blessing is and you're going to have to break the barrier of fear because it's fear that has brought a barrier up before you that holds you back from, from uh, doing that. Amen? So. So I want to talk a little bit about, about, um, about the barrier of fear. Let's go over to Mark's gospel, and uh, let's go to chapter 5. And um, we see here, uh, we understand that fear and faith are opposites, right? Fear is the devil's realm. Faith is God's realm. Faith is God. Let me say it again. Faith is, having, uh, is trusting God and his word. Fear is believing the devil and his word, believing what the devil says. All right, But here in Mark's gospel, uh, you, many of you know this story, but there's a woman with the issue of blood and she presses through the crowd and she, uh, she touches uh, the hem of Jesus' garment. But Jesus, uh, while that whole transaction had taken place, Jesus was on his way uh, to go heal somebody, and uh, the, the daughter uh, of a man. And here, let's not get into all of that, but let's go over to um, verse 30. And the woman woman touches Jesus, and he says, immediately knowing in in himself that power had gone out of him and turned around and said to the crowd, who touched my clothes? But the disciples said to him, you see a multitude thronging you, and you say, who touched me? And you looked around to see her who had done this thing, but the woman, fearing and troubling, uh, unknowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And uh, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace, and so on and so forth. While Jesus was speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's ha- uh, the ruler of a synagogue's house, who said, "Your daughter is dead." Remember, he was en route to this man's house to heal his daughter. Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? And as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, heard the word of the people, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, "Do not be afraid. Only believe." Do not be afraid and only believe. Well, the first thing I want to say is that when you're in pursuit of your dream, when you're believing and hanging on to Jesus for your dream and your vision and your desire, there's always going to be people coming trying to kill your dream, tell you it's dead, it ain't going to work. You know, I say there's two kind of voices that you have to really, really set your guard uh, on. And those two voices are the voices that are on the outside. Those are the people that are around you that will never believe in you, that will never really encourage you, that really, I believe, oftentimes are assigned, assigned by the enemy to try to knock the starch out of you. And that's exactly what took place here. Jesus was on his way to do this. He told him, don't worry about it. Your, daughter, your daughter's not dead. She's just sleeping. But yet there were those non-believers, those scoffers, those people who were, you know, negative, gathered around trying to talk uh, this man, trying to just knock the wind out of him. What are you bothering the master for? Uh, don't bother Jesus anymore, it's dead. Uh, you see, let's just translate that or relate that to, to you. Uh, many of you in this room, you have, like I said, you have dreams and visions and desires, and the enemy would try to tell you it's never gonna happen. Am I talking to anybody here? Am I just talking to myself? Or I'm the only one that goes for it. The is gonna tell you it's never gonna happen. Or, you know, maybe you've waited a long time and you haven't seen the breakthrough that you want. Just because you haven't seen the breakthrough doesn't mean you're not going to break through. We, 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 we kind of put things in, in time and space, you know. And you can't because God doesn't move according to our time frame. And, and, and God moves when God is ready to move. Just because you haven't had the breakthrough doesn't mean you're not going to break through. Did you hear what I said? I want you to get that. Just because you didn't have the breakthrough. You say, well, Pastor, I've been doing this for six months. Well, come on. Just because it, it may be one more day. It could be one more hour. It could be one, one, you know, one more minute when that breakthrough will happen and, and there probably have been people, uh, let's not even say probably there have been people that have missed their breakthrough because they got impatient. Say, I can't take it anymore. Oh, yes, you can. You're just lying. You just want everyone to feel sorry for you. You just want people to cry with you. Oh, the poor thing, poor thing. No, come on. You're supposed to be tougher than that. You're a Christian. You've got the Holy Ghost in you. You've got the Word of God on your side. This is, this, is, this is the formula. We endure until we break through. And you see, those voices on the outside, people on the outside will come to try to discourage you and dissuade you from you know, going your course. That's why you've got to be careful who you hook yourself up with. If you're going to break fear in your life, then you can't hang around with a bunch of fearful people. If you're going to break the barrier of fear in your life, then you better get with some people who have had a little bit more courage than you in some areas and have gone out a little bit deeper than you've gone if you expect to, you know, break that barrier of fear. If you, if you hang with, with the wrong people, let me say you, you're going to be, you are, let me say, you, you are exactly like those you hang out with. If you don't like the people you're hanging out with, then you really don't like yourself because you are exactly the way they are. So we have to guard against those voices and we have to be very, very uh, selective as to who we hook ourselves up with and what voices we allow speak to us. Listen, when I'm dreaming big dreams and I've got big vision and I've got breakthrough on my mind, I can't have a bunch of cowardly, unbelieving, faithless people around me. I've got to have people of faith around me who can see beyond the present danger or the present warfare or the present barrier. I have to have people around me who believe in God and believe his word and, ha- and people of faith who can walk together with me and say, it doesn't matter what's before us. If God before us, who can, what can be against us? <laughs> if we're going to get into the deep place, if we're going to break those barriers of fear, then you're going to have to hang out with some faith people. You're going to have to get with some courageous people, and uh, you see, oftentimes we like to hang out with you know maybe people who aren't so courageous, and so uh, you know you know. filled with faith because maybe we're just uncomfortable uh, it's good for us to be uncomfortable you ought to hang around with people that make you a little nervous because they're dreaming some big dreams or they've done some big things otherwise you're going to get stuck man it's easy to just get stuck in a hole and complain I know so many people that are just stuck in a rut and all they do is complain about everybody everything pointing their finger this way that way look at this one look at that one all they are is angry because other people are doing things and they're, they're doing nothing. It's just jealousy. That's all it is. So it's time for us to, 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 to be careful. Watch uh, who you have around you. You've got to have faith people around you that are speaking the word of God and will stand with you thick or thin and believe God because, listen, I'm going to tell you what, when you're, when you're moving towards towards a dream or a vision or a goal in your life there are going to be some days when you you know you you feel a, a little faithless but when you have good strong voices around you they'll pick you right up out of your your hole and they'll get you right back walking where you need to be think <laughs> so So we can't, we can't afford and you see these, these voices. So there's two voices. There's the voice on the outside, the people on the outside, but then there's the voice on the inside and the devil likes to control that. Uh, You know, he's, you're, you're, you're dreaming these big dreams and he's trying to douse your dreams with a voice on the inside. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You know, that's never going to happen. You're just, you're, you're, this is a figment of your imagination. You've lost your, you're off your, you lost your mind this time. Come on, it's never going to happen that way. Well, you've got to guard against those voices. And the only way that you can guard against that voice is to keep yourself filled up with the word of God. You've got to know what God is saying and meditate on what God is saying and encourage and stir yourself up by the word of God on a very regular basis every day. Every day, you've got to get a word of encouragement. Every day, you've got to seek that word and begin to feed on that word because one of those two voices are going to come to try to dissuade you Try to get you off course, try to get you to back up. And uh, that is not God's best for you. We've got to break that barrier of fear and get onto the other side of victory. Can I get a better amen than that? <laughs> Glory to God. So he says, Do not be afraid, but only believe just, you know, it's, it's fear. It's, it's only fear that holds us back. Listen, everybody in this room, you can have more, you can be more, you can accomplish more. You can go further. You can go higher. You can go deeper. You can go anywhere you want, accomplish whatever you want, be at any level you want. The only thing that holds you back, holds me back, is fear. We're afraid. We're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of people. We're afraid of of someone saying no or someone thinking we're foolish or stupid. Listen, I'm going to tell you what. Don't let people get in your way. Don't let the enemy get in your way. Don't let fear in any way get in your way. You can because you've got the Spirit of God and the anointing of God on you. (laughs) Nothing. See, says don't be afraid, only believe. Believing is just a simple, simple thing. It's just I reject everything that doesn't line up with the word of God and I choose to just believe the word of God. You may think I'm foolish, you may think I'm stupid, you may think I'm you know, really you know, going off, off in the deep end but I choose to believe the word of the living God against what people say, against what circumstances say, against what the odds say. We don't live by the odds, we live by the word of God and by faith. Come on, somebody give me a better amen than that. Listen, you know, I, 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 I hope you all know this. If you are a Christian, if you're not, if you're a new Christian, you better learn this. We're called to do the impossible. Remember, it says all things are possible to one who believes. We can do the impossible because we believe the God of the impossible. He's the God of uh, the miracle-working God who is still. Let me tell you. Let me. Let me say. God is still in the miracle business. God is still doing miracles when it seems like it's all over. God is behind the scenes, just getting ready to start something new. Come on. But we've got to break the barrier of fear. The enemy would have you to think you're stuck, that you're you're on the shore, you fished all night, you toiled all night, you've done it, you've been there, you've confessed it, you've said it, you've done it, and nothing has happened. Yet Jesus would say to us, cut the cord of safety and launch out into the deep for the big catch, and don't be afraid, just believe and see what I will do when you just plain old keep on believing me. Just using your faith against the odds, against what people say, against what the devil says, against what your circumstances say. Only believe, only believe. So he says here, uh, you know, it's interesting also when he, when he goes to heal this little girl in verse 37, and he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, John, and the brother of James. In other words, he took all the unbelief out of the way. Listen there, let me, let me hammer on that for a moment because some of you have got to wisen up with the people that you're hanging out with. You got to get a little bit wiser about choosing your friends and your associates. He got rid of all those who didn't believe. He, he went in the room and cleared them all out. And just these, those that were of faith went into that room. Listen, when you're going to face a challenge, you better go with people of faith. And you better get all the unbelief out of your way. You better get it out of the way. And you better deal with it now because you're going to face that challenge, man. You got to have faith in that room. You have to have faith in that, in that place. See, because he says, don't be afraid, only believe. So it doesn't matter what you're facing tonight. You may be facing a, a hard time, a, a, a challenge, a, a, you know, whatever it be, some sort of difficult place in your life. But the word to, uh, of God t- tonight is, first of all, don't get, don't get, in, uh, you know, totally boxed in by your circumstance. Know that there's a deeper place for you to go. Amen. You say, well, I've been given and nothing's coming back. Give again. Say, well, I've been given and nothing's cup. Give more. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave the largest salt. Op- well, give another one. Right. I've been confessing and nothing's happened. Well, keep on confessing. Well, I confess five scriptures every day and nothing's happened. Sh- well, confess 10. <laughs> and do it, instead of doing it every day, do it two times a day. Do, do you see what I'm saying? It's time for, for us to become radical with this stuff. We need some radical Christians who will not be moved. Come on. <laughs> radical. Radical. Yeah, we may get a couple of bumps along the way, but we've got to learn how to play hurt. You watch a a football game, a baseball game. You know, these guys get knocked over and they get, you know, know, hurt and bloody and bleeding and their eyes are all puffed out. Yet they get right back in the game and keep on playing. Sometimes the coach has to say, get out. You cannot do it anymore. You cannot play. Because they're intent on one thing. I'm winning. I'm winning. And that's exactly what you and I need to do. We need to have that kind of tenacity and strength and courage to not be afraid of a few bumps and not to be afraid of a few storms and not to be afraid of a few difficult places and not to allow fear to create a barrier that screams at us and says, you're not going any further. You end right here. No, I don't barrier of fear. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power of love and of a sound mind. Come on, somebody give God the glory in this house. We shouldn't fear anything. We should stand up against it and conquer it. Remember, we studied it. We saw it. We went into the word a few weeks ago that he has made us to be more than conquerors. You are a conqueror. Say it. I am a conqueror. So no barrier of fear ought to stand in our way and try to hold us back. But yet so many Christians are bound and stuck because of fear. You'd be amazed at how many people I've talked to over my 25 years of doing this. People paralyzed by fear has a paralyzing effect. And the only way that you can you can undo, the only way that you can neutralize that paralyzing effect is by faith and by the word of God and by the anointing of God. And listen, when you're in a hard place, you shouldn't run from church. You shouldn't run from your Christian brothers and sisters. You shouldn't run from the prayer closet. You shouldn't run from the word of God. You should run toward those things because it's there where you're going to find your power and find the, what you need, the anointing to break through. Hallelujah.
0: Glory to God. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab.